Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. We are at Marvel Stadium for the Carlton and GWS game this afternoon. It's the early game. One ten starts or about an hour away from first bounce. And GWS assistant coach Dean Solomon has been good enough to join us. Dean, thanks so much for jumping on Sunday Crunch Time. Uh, thank you, Nat. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm looking at your record at Marvel Stadium and you've won your last three here, including against the Blues in the final home and around game of, of last year. Does that give the, the group a little bit of confidence playing at this venue where you've had some success in recent times? Oh, job's done. We're home. <laughs> uh, record speaks for itself. No, it's... Uh, yeah, look, it, it, probably we haven't drawn on too much in, in, throughout the week, to be fair. We, uh, we face a, a new sort of Carlton side who are, I mean, just from a, a list, list demographic, they're really well balanced the way they play the inside and outside. Their game plan's uh, very structured. and I mean, they're playing a very good brand of football at the moment. So we know... The challenge that lies ahead is huge, um, but for us, we just got to narrow in on our, on our contested possession and, and our stoppage work today. We've we've sort of fallen away in those two phases yeah. of the game the last sort of five to six weeks, and uh, we just need to get that back. And then from there, the rest of the game will, will flow on. Solly McBarlow, good to speak to you. Uh, listening to Spike McVeigh's uh, post game last week, he said he was going to train the boys hard and he was going to get to work. <laughs> I know when you used to coach me. You trained us hard. You took us down to the, the sand dunes at Kingscliff, and we ran up and down oh. them for hours on end. Was it? Were there sessions like that this week for the GWS boys? How are you, Mick? Yes, um, there was. Yes, we've had. I mean, we've had a different week. We had obviously an extra day up our sleeve, and the fact that we uh, played Saturday last week, so we had eight days. So we we had some opportunity just to, to build some resilience and, and some mindset in around the contested work that we just spoke about. So. Mark um, himself, you know, as a player, went through a lot of that stuff and that sort of developed him as a player, both physically but also more the mental resilient piece. And he sort of implemented a bit of old school and, um, you know, it, it doesn't really mean much unless it transfers to today's game. Tom Green, uh, one of those players who's been uh, managed this week. Just just talk us around that decision because obviously um, he's sort of been down in his form, but he plays yeah. a role where he's getting bashed and crashed every week and he's, he's a young player too. He must be a, a little bit sore as well. Just talk us through Tom Green and that decision. Yeah, and that's a really good good question. He, I mean, he's such a kid, um, or like he's only 20 years of age, and it feels like, I, like I've obviously been... I've only been a part of this, uh, the, the Giants for the last sort of two months. And I, I felt like he'd been around for five, six, seven yeah. years um, just because he's spoken about so much. And he's just absolutely, his red light is just, it's on. It's been on for the last three weeks. Yep. We spoke about it three weeks ago. Do we do we rest him or do we continue to roll and, and manage him throughout the week? But it just got to a point in time that we had to pull the pin on him and just freshen him completely up and, um, you know, in, in hope the next week that we get a good response um, from him. But he's, he's given us absolutely everything. Um, um, he didn't want to really, like, like every play, you don't really want to miss a game, but he understands, um, you know, it's a bigger picture view and, and try, to try and help him and develop him and and also he continues to learn his daily habits on, on how he can re-energise post-game, post-training. Um, so it's a, it's a whole lot of things that we've had to educate and, and help him through the last sort of three or four weeks because he's never confronted this. As a junior footballer, he just responded and, and be able to play a game, but it's a whole new ball game at this level. And, I mean, look at the midfield we're going to confront today as well. So... 
Um, yes, it was a calculated decision over many hours of discussion, but um, Tom will miss today, but we'll have him back next week. And, Solly, back to the discussion around the week you've had, the, the physical training sessions. I knew and, you'd come back. Yeah, I'm I coming back. I knew you would. <laughs> I thought I'd get away with that <laughs> no, one, but no, no, no. no. What, what, you want to know what? Yeah. I want to just know, did you do the shark tank drill? So you put, uh, now, this is what you do, right? You I put one know. player <laughs> in a little five-by-five five square. Yep. And then they have to keep a, a fresh player out of that square for 30 seconds. Yep. And then blow the whistle. And then another fresh player oh comes gosh. in. You go four or five times over. This is Dean Solomon. Um, yeah. This is his Special. one word. Did the shark tank come out this week? <laughs> yeah, it might have come out. It might have, we actually, we, yeah, no, it did. It, come, it did, along with a few other things. I mean, there's, there's a bit of that, that ment- you know, the mentality building stuff. But we've yep. got to have some method around what we're doing as well. And, and we relate it to the game. And broke it down to each individual area as well, what, where they're playing, they're tall, small, inside, mid, outside. Um, so, you know, it was a bit of a, a discussion and, and a lot of structure around it, but, yeah, just a bit of grunt work, which, I, yeah. I'm, to be fair, as you know, Mick, throughout your career, you probably did a little bit of that throughout the season anyway, and it didn't probably, um, you know, we didn't shine a light on it too much, but when you lose and, and we've, we've sort of fallen away in certain areas of the game, it, the attention is probably on it, and Mark probably you know, alluded to it, what he was going to do, so... He's delivered his end. It's just now, uh, as a collective, yeah. coaches and players, we've got to deliver today. And the next, you know, the, the last patch of the year, has there been discussion around what it looks like? Because so, so often, you know, out of finals contention, clubs can just limp to the line, but there's got to be a purpose around this next block to make sure that, um, you know, there's opportunity and some real optimism going into, into the off-season and into next year. Yeah, absolutely, Mick. I think you look at most sides, the way they finished the year off before, and coming into the new year usually reflects, you know, it's a bit similar. So if we fall away, we'll, we probably feel like, you know, next year we, we start you know, the starting line guessing ourselves a little bit. But I think if, you know, the history shows if you finish off really well, you get some momentum, you know, your confidence, you, you add layers to your pre-season, you, you, clearly, you have a clear vision of what's needed in, within the group to improve and then you, you hit the hit the starting line next year with, with real purpose. So if, if we individually and collectively fall away this year, um, it'd be really disappointing. So we, we, if, if anything, we've probably revved things up a little bit, as you alluded to, yep. the way we're training and everything like that. So we've got real purpose in, around what, we, what we're what we doing. Um, we honestly walk into games like this thinking we can win. Like we're not, there's an absolute, um, there's no negativity. The attitude is cherry ripe. And um, mate, we're looking to knock a few of these big teams off and, and prove that we've, because we, I look at the list and I'm, we've been here for a short period of time, but there's absolute quality on this list. We're just going to unlock the mentality and just inject some confidence into these guys. And, and they, I mean, not long ago they were playing in the grand final and most of those players are still here. So this is a, this is a quality list. just needs to be woken up a little bit, inject some confidence and, and we'll come home okay this year. You mentioned before that the midfield that you're coming up against today, I mean, we know Carlton's so potent in that area. Do you look at tagging someone like a Sam Walsh or you just focus on, on your game? No, we do. We've, we've spoken about two or three of them that we potentially looked to tag. Um, at, at the first sort of the first ten minutes, we're going to analyse and assess, um, okay. and, and then and, and go to if we need to. Um, you know, we've got a we've got a few players missing in that part of the ground at the moment. Um, Kelly Whitfield, yeah. um, you know, these guys. So Green, Tom Green, we spoke about it before. So what it does do though is gives exposure to guys like Tanner Bruin and these guys and Peatling, and, and so that's really exciting in itself. So we want to back those guys guys in initially, and then we know that we've already got plans in place. If we need to go to a Walsh or a Crits, we, we've got that in place if we need to go to that. But initially, um, I'm really excited about to see what you know, Tanner Bruin can bring and, and Pete Ling and these guys. And, and, and as we spoke about before, just giving these guys absolute confidence that they can play at this level and they can compete with these guys. If not, they can, they can go one better. 
Now, you were the interim coach at the Suns for a bit after after Rocket left back in 2017. I mean, what did you learn from that experience that you've been able to to share with Mark McVeigh? Because it's it's obviously an unusual situation to find yourself in. Yeah, no, it's probably it's it's, it's one. I think it's it's the overall week to week, like it's it's the the time management component. So you, you've got to obviously inject yourself into all parts of the football club. Um, so managing your time, but also being really planned, is a, is a critical balance. And I think. Mark, I'm, a good, I'm obviously good friends with him, but the, the real purpose he came and, and gave me a call and knocked on my door was I'd obviously walked in his footsteps a couple of years before and he just wanted to know what was coming. He, he had a bit of an idea, but um, as you speak to any coach who, who's a senior coach or an interim coach, the, 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 common, the common, uh, you know, common sentence they use is, oh, I didn't realise it was going to be that much. And, and I just tried to dump as much information and prepare him and structure him up as much as I possibly could um, prior to to the first game that he, he sort of um, he did coach and it, just to give him a feel what was coming and to be fair he he had a lot of it already down and, and structured up quite well and, and his time management has been great and, and most importantly what we can't have is Mark getting consumed and, and sucked into all those different parts because yes it's part of it but the most important for Mark most, most important part for Mark is spending time with his players and talking to him about what he wants now which is a, a different game um, game style the, the week looks different, so spending time with those players one on one or within lines or, or the whole um, squad together, and just just immersing himself, and they get to feel him, he gets to feel them, and that real strong connection was the most important part. So whatever we could do outside of that to allow that that space to happen, um, that's going to be my role. You think he's got what it takes to take the top job? Oh, look, I, I do, um, but obviously. Um, my views probably personally looked a bit biased because I'm, I'm good friends with yeah. him. But I look at the way he operates. He's, he's got a, a really good, as a player, the way that he played, the way that he was coached, um, his daily habits as a player, the way that now that he coaches and, and, and you know, the, the layers that he, he drills down to. He's, a, he's a very much a relationship-based coach, which I think is an absolutely critical um, component to any coach, doesn't matter whether it's football or, or anything. Um, and his game now is very, very good as well. So... It's just, it's just time, exposure. I think he's ready for it. I mean, he's coached all phases of, of um, this football club in, the, in coaching roles. He's a New South Wales guy, which I think is really important. The Giants are obviously the youngest club in, in this competition, but they've still got history. There's still history there, and history is, to any football club is so important. So he, he brings a lot of the fabric already. Um, you know, they, Obviously, they're going to you know, throw the net out wide and, and see what's there, but I think a real asset or advantage that Mark has, he has strong connections within his football club at player level at football department level and, and above him as well, that, that's already there. And, and that can take years to build, but this guy's already got it. And I think, um, you know, his coaching acumen outside of that is very good as well. Dean, thank you so much for joining us on Sunday Crunch Time. Best of luck with the game ahead. Thanks, guys. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.